0: KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Kilkenny Jr. Hurling Championship semi-final, Tullaha Rosperkin versus Dixborough. With thanks to Bounce Land Inflatable Hire, your local, affordable and fully insured Bouncy Castle Hire Company, the winning team for your 2024 communions and confirmations.
1: And good afternoon and welcome to UPMC Nolan Park, of course, for this JJ Kavanagh Junior semi-final. And of course, we have Tulloher in their usual black and amber playing into the old Aucklands end and Dixborough, of course, the second team in Dixborough playing into the city end. Eddie Scally joins me today, and Eddie will go straight to you for a prediction, Eddie. Just put a small bit of pressure on you. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah Ronnie, I suppose with with the borough winning the, the, the other section of the championship, you don't get to see much of them. I've seen a good bit of her this year I think this could be their year in the Championship and I'm fully expecting a, a performance of Tullerher
1: it'll be tight but I'm, I'm kind of hoping Tullerher will take it this time of, um, so Brad um, Conor Fitz has gone Connor back. we're just making a few positional changes Peter Burke is the referee and the number 7 Kevin Nolan is fouled immediately by the uh, Tulloher men and of course Wally Welch playing at centre forward Wally kicking the ball back expecting a lot of skin and hair flying a young Dixborough team playing a mature uh, Tulloher team and we'll fly down to the teams when we get a chance we'll try down through the Dixborough team Brian O'Gon goal uh, Tommy Farrell is replaced by Matthew Keller Tom Carlin number 4 Stephen Damody half back line of the Myland brothers own and Edward, and their partner by Kevin Nolan middle of the field James C- Carroll and Joe Sheen half line, Sean Ma- Maher Kevin Moore and Conor Fitzpatrick the, the con- wing forward and an inside line of Aaron Murphy Martin Gaffney and Liam Brennan-Smith and Liam Brennan-Smith is back a long way looks like he'll be playing uh, as I said into the wind Eddie we think the wind is blowing into the Locklands end yeah just a little bit it's only a very very slight breeze this, is, any, going yep. to all up top. this is going to drop shot in the top of Andy Gaffney Gaffney of course a brother or Martin Gaffney a brother of Andy ball breaks to Pat hartley, hartley Hartley's there and Hartley's not there because it's, it's uh, Dunnick O'Connor the vice captain gives it back to the goalie David Welsh he's blocked down and that's gone wide and the first wide of the day then that goes to Dixborough a beautiful afternoon here cold up here in the press box of course no sunshine with the sun beaming on Nolan Park and again we have to give huge credit to Kevin McGarry because the place is like um, um, uh, the, the, the snooker, what do we call this? Uh, the crucible. Seven. The crucible. The crucible. Ball pucked out. Down to the middle of the field. It's down before two or three of Dixborough men. And beside them is, the course of course, the Tuller man. The taller man fails to write. He has it now. whether he does it, he doesn't have it. That's Coleman O'Sullivan. He loses it. And he comes to Matthew Keller. Matthew Keller is blocked down. Brilliant by the Tuller man. Number 14, Connor Hennessy. He's out a, a long way. Two man full forward line. Connor Hennessy drives the ball into the Danny Glennon. The corner forward. Glennon, young miner, blocked down brilliantly. He's blocked down brilliantly by the corner back. The corner back and wearing and for Stephen Dawley he had some senior league championship uh Performances this year, at uh, D- uh, Dixborough, have about five or six lads yeah, played in the championship, played in the league. Uh, Eddie, yeah, there is. I think there's even seven of them are after playing league
2: championship, so that's going to stand them as well. They're playing at a really high standard there. It's been a good start to the game. without a scoring as well. Donnie O'Connor really good catch back there at fullback. Donnie is a huge man there at fullback. He's been
1: starting for this taller team for the last six or seven years. Loads of experience. And poor free taking the there again. Broken down as we said. Peter Burke, the referee, he won't blow it too often. Come Milan that's the, the centre back. Edward Milan drives the ball in. Bo- teams playing with a two-man full forward line. Hartley's there, he goes back. Pat Hartley, the experienced Hartley. He tries to clear the ball. Looks like he was hooked. He's gone down I'm not too sure. Was it a late hook by uh, Martin Gaffney? Comes to Wally. Wally's 45 yards out. Wally is fouled by Edward Milan. And Wally bounces there as Pat Hartley has his hand up to his head. He looks like he was fouled. And watch this space because Pat Hartley uh, will... I might take his retribution out on someone after that <laughs> <laughs> And
2: I'm sure I'm sure he will I'd say the next ball that goes in there could be interesting Pat has a tendency to sit there just in front of that full back line and protect him so you'll see that a lot during <laughs> the game today as well he'll sit there, there in that area but Wally first since we've seen a Wally in this game and he's got on that ball carried
1: it and he's won his free very well there Ronnie and he is and as we mentioned it Pat Hartley and a couple of the men are introducing themselves and Peter Burke has gone back to have a word Pat uh, having a word with Kevin Moore now there's a free on the far side and Tuller have the free 48 yards out on the old stand side or the new stand side as we call it the Ollie Welsh stand or the Paddy Gray stand on the far side of course and that's starting to fill up of course with Tuller and Dixborough supporters part of a double header of course the Tuller man drives that ball. Looks like he's driven wide and he has pulled it wide. A poor wide from the number 15, Keno Dunhu. That's a wide each Eddie That's a poor wide.
2: That is a poor wide, Keen. will be very disappointed with that. It was in a very, very scorable position and these are going to need to go over the bar. County semi final. I know there's going to be nerves on both teams, Ronnie, but someone's going to have to settle quick. Hartley
1: has it again, but he hits a poor ball. It comes to Joe Sheen. Joe Sheen, brother, of course, of uh, Bill Sheen, the Bixborough man. Now comes to Darren Murphy. He loses the ball to Sean Murray. He gives it back to Hartley. Hartley's cleared a number of balls in this area stage. Down on top of Stephen Darmody. Darmody puts the hand up and breaks to the full-back with Conor Fitzpatrick as he said. He's gone back. Conor back to pick up the danger men. Danny a Ball breaks and the number 10. Number 10 is Marty Murphy. He loses the ball. Dixborough on their own 21. Tom Carroll is there. Tom Carroll goes down but he loses. Comes back to um, Marty Murphy. He tries to give the ball in. Comes to Edward Milan. Mylan clears it. Left-handed Mylan, of course. Down to top of Gaffney. Gaffney comes along but Aaron Murphy puts his hand to it. That's the second ball. Murphy has failed to catch. Brilliantly cleared by the fullback. Dunn O- O'Connor down to the right half back the right half back is Edward Milan. Mylan looking for help looking for his brother gives a nice hand pass gives it to Matthew Keller great dummy inside by Matthew he's chased by Wally Welch Wally wins it back Joe Sheen small man middle of the field back out to the right half back the right half back is Edward Milan. off his left dangerous ball coming inside to Aaron Murphy and the goalkeeper snaps at it leaves it behind him comes back out to Richard Gill Richard Gill he's replaced uh, Steve Illaw we have to go through the Tuller team yet when the ball goes out over the line, we get a chance to go to the Tulloher team number goal is Davey Walsh Richard Gill replaces Stephen Lawler half full back line of Dunico O'Connor and Sean Murphy half back line Lar Murphy Pat Hartley and Cahal Mooney middle of the field Jamie Ling and Coleman O'Sullivan the captain and a half forward line and a strong set of forwards Marty Murphy Wally Welch and Jason Shealy an inside line a dangerous inside line of Danny Glendon Connor Hennessy and Keno O'Donoghue and as we said Eddie Scally says this could be a Tulloher win ball at this stage broken down no score five minutes gone Here. In this JJ Cavanaugh, uh child League Star Championship semi-final, of course. Now Connor Fitz, as I said, wearing twelve, but playing cornerback gives a neat ball up to Aaron Murphy, puts pressure on Murphy. Murphy small ball breaks in now out comes into Murphy, comes on his left hand side. This should be the first score of the game, and it is the first score of the game, and a great score by the Dixborough man. And the man that scored at Eddie Scallion trying to find his number is the number 13, and it is Aaron Murphy. The first point of the day, one point to Borough. No score
2: teller. Yeah no score to Tuller. It's a really, really sloppy start to the game. Dixborough getting that first score, but we're going into the sixth minute of the game and you're getting your first score from play. Tuller happy enough to st- play with a two-man full forward and pushing everybody out into that middle third of the field, but they're just not getting on the ball and Dixborough just winning them battles in the middle third
1: at the moment, Ronnie. Dixborough half-back doing very well now and Milan has it on being chased down by Wally. Wally's been tackled again by two Borman Ball breaks in the far side. Marty Murphy hits a cross-field ball. Loads of room on this side for the Tuller man. Comes back out to the man the middle of the field, Coleman O'Sullivan. He's bra- Knock not Brockless, comes down to the right half back. Larry Murphy, he's on the 45, gives it inside to Jamie. Ryan right inside he turns back on his right, hits a poor ball, but it's going to uh, end up on the edge of the square. Stephen Darby, the Dixborough man, ball breaks, comes to, uh, to the corner for Danny Glenn. Or not Danny Glenn, is Keen O'Donoghue. He's out on the far side, near the side, pushing the back. But if you're to give a free away to uh, Tom Carroll, uh, that's the right place to give it, Eddie, right yeah, on the no, side look,
2: He's right out on the touchline there in the corner. I think there was no danger in that, no. Ronnie, either in fairness. He could have stood him up there and just held him up, I suppose. It, it's a county semi-final teams are nervous you're going to have a corner back he's flying in there this is a tricky free for Keane he'd be really annoyed with his first free he's a super free taker so I'd have no doubt in my mind this is well in his range and I, I fully expected to punish him but it is a tricky one especially after missing the first
1: free it was a little bit handier on I love your optimism Eddie because for me this is a difficult one one yard inside the sideline on the 21 <laughs> Eddie I love your optimism Don. Who the pressure's on you Whoa, one point seven minutes gone Dixborough one point Tollerher no score strong win and Tuller have the strong wind and as we said Tuller, Keen Dunhu, difficult free for me, an easy one for Eddie and Keane Dunhu does well, he brings it inside, he does and Eddie yeah. Kelly was correct and right, great score Keane Dunhu, seven points and that's now one point each here in the junior semi final, the JJ cabinet junior semi final puck taken going long, down on top of the number 10, number 10 for the Borough is Sean Maher, he's near the sideline, in in front of Aaron Murphy, he's left him behind, becomes behind him now, that it looks like he was fouled a full back, but he's been chased down by Aaron Murphy, Aaron Murphy's still there, turned onto the ground, Liam Brennan-Smith is there, but the Tulliver man has it, Richie Gill gives the ball out towards the sideline again, that's the second ball, very close to the sideline, gone out over the sideline, that's the second ball, poor clearance, quick line ball taken by the Dixborough man, back to Owen and gives a clever ball back to Sean Maher, Sean Maher on the sideline, back to Owen and a 1-2 for the second time, Mylan goes high, goes long and goes wide and maybe too much time, poor wide, possibly when an opportunity drop it in, Eddie?
2: Yeah, oh look, he's shooting from a distance, snapping at it a little bit. The one thing you will find with teams playing in senior league, Ronnie, is everything happens a little bit faster at senior league. And you can see Dixborough, are getting the ball back into play as quick as they can. It doesn't
1: go down a second, and Dixborough putting it straight back in. But her on the attack again here, Ronnie. On the 21, the Tullaher man on the 21, but Conor Fitzpatrick loses the ball. The Darren Tullaher man has it to full forward, bats the ball brilliantly, and it looks like it's Conor Hennessy. It is, Ronnie. Brilliant, brilliant goal. The option that he took batting it off the ground, a brilliant goal by Conor Hennessy. Yeah, fantastic goal. Look, to keep, keeper took the quick pull.
2: Out, went to number five there. Larry Murphy. Larry put it inside into the full forward end. Bit of combustion in there. There's three lads in there battling for the ball all. Connor Hennessy got it into the hand and he made no mistake, battling
1: it to the back of the net Great goal. And a good start now for Tullaher Ross Burke and a goal and a point to a point. Goal and a point to a point. Tulliger one one. Dixborough one point. Nine minutes gone into JJ Kavanagh uh, junior semi final. The number ten is Marty Murphy. Gives it to Wally. Wally's opened up in front of him. Wally takes oh. off. There's no one going to catch Wally. He gives a hand pass out to, to the, the man Connor Ford. He turns in a brilliant. Goal by the number four, Keane Donahue. Brilliant run by Wally Welch. Straight to the middle. Nothing the Dixborough men could do.
2: No, there wasn't, in fairness, there. her won that puck out then. Ball got thrown into Wally at centre forward. Once the burners come on with Wally, he's very hard to stop. Big man straight down the middle. through the full back out, through the hand pass to the right hand side, and Keen who came flying in and made no mistake. An absolute birdie That's going to be a killer blow for Dixborough there, conceding two goals in the space of a minute, Ronnie.
1: Two goals in space of a minute. Short puck out taken. Matthew Keller is under, but so is the fullback, Dunnick O'Connor loses the catch comes down but he's caught and it comes out to lean Brennan Smith back to the number nine, number 13 or number 14 comes into the middle of the field to Matthew Keller Matthew Keller turn on his left is not Matthew Keller it's Kevin Moore Kevin Moore puts good that job. over the bar to give a small bit of uh, reprise to the Durham good point Kevin Moore 1-2-1 ah, her one, two, one, two points to Borough brilliant
2: score there by Kevin Moore in the middle of the field they needed that to settle it down a small bit as well they're after been hit with a killer blow but that'll, that'll settle them a small bit Kevin won that ball out around the middle of the field there turned and struck it lovely over the bar and Tullerher now starting, trying to win it back, but Dixborough in there battling hard with them in the middle third, running And they're going to get another break here.
1: They're going to get another break, and it's Conor Fitzpatrick. He's up a long time. The captain. It looks like he's fouled. Peter Murphy. Burke said he was fouled. 2-1 to Tuller, two one to Tullerher. Two pints to Dixborough. As the wind picks up, the wind we believe is blown certainly down into the corner, into the O'Loughlin's end. As the crowd starts to fill up for these two eagerly awaited junior semi-finals, a big Camogie match going on, of course, in Thomastown. Two big Camogie semi-finals. We know we have Wine Gap and Barra Rangers playing at half. 12 to, at this present time and of course a big result in in the football intermediate football Greg Bally 1-3 there's down 2-9 and obviously the boys aren't used to a big ball in Greg Bally either <laughs> now it. a free on the far side for the Dixborough man Lean Brennan-Smith on 46 metres out Lean Brennan-Smith rises the ball looks like that will hang over the bar good spore. score score Lean Brennan-Smith to keep the scoreboard ticking over three points to Dixborough 2-1 to her those two goals in the eighth and ninth minute, a killer blow for the Boroughmen. Killer blow is right,
2: Ronnie, and it's you know, Tulliher and are going to have to try and take it advantage. This wind is stronger than that. That's cut, some catch there by Lambert. Oh, say.
1: Marty, and Marty was kind of lucky Peter Burke because he went, shall we say it, to meet him with a. I looked down
2: Ronnie I won't lie and yeah. I can't be very quick to, to, oh, to, to back lucky. you up on it I yeah. just looked down no, to see uh, we'll who see it was but no yeah. well, it was a fantastic catch. catch great poke out as well in fairness to Davey Walsh he put it straight into the paw there he absolutely buried that down landed on, on between the 45 and the 65
1: and I'm going to say it again, it's a very good score for free for Keane again. Scores for free Notice there's a few Shamrocks men here. They must think Tuller are going to win the intermediate. i come up and play shamrocks Shamrock soon. Dean Mason's behind us. wonder what Mason's doing. He must have nothing to do on a Saturday. It's going to be some jump from junior to senior yeah, there, Ronnie. It is. You have to play intermediate <laughs> first. And Keane who puts that over the bar. Keane who puts that over the bar. That's one, two for Keane O'Donoghue. Two, two for Tuller. And as we said, the goal's huge plus for the Tuller men
2: yeah no it's a massive plus Dixborough going working this short puck out
1: again playing We're against the wind down this man's free on this side here aren't great catch he? it comes to Keller Keller as he's replaced Tommy fair turns in his right does the wind bring it in oh, great score great score by Matthew Keller great puck out and Dixborough hanging in there four pints to Dixborough 2-2 two, two to Tuller four scores each yeah only an 8 point game as well keeper happy to take
2: the short puck out targeting Wally with this long one but the short puck out works it out into Keller at half forward and Keller taps
1: it over to and Tuller on the attack this time again but it's they're the here loses the ball gives it back to Lar Murphy Lar Murphy wearing uh, five brings it into the middle. Tuller man in the middle of the field Marty Murphy strikes it Marty Murphy puts oh. it over the bar brilliant score by Marty Murphy great score 15-13 minutes gone and Marty Murphy puts a great score over for Tuller excellent
2: score there as well Davey Walsh's poke out again then on spot tried to hit Wally there in the middle of the field as well drilled it straight down on top of him. ball turned over pops out to the side and a lovely score there as well to put it four points
1: to 2-3 as you say Ronnie and Tuller in command Tuller in command and we're brought by our proud sponsors today with thanks to Bounce Land Inflatable hire your local affordable and fully insured Bouncy Castle hire a company with all your need for indoor winter parties some lads here could do with Bouncy Castles now, line ball taken on the far side comes to the Kevin Nolan and never does well the wing back for Dixborough left handed up into the far side Murphy's out in front Murphy takes the ball on now Murphy has speed fails to rise the ball Tullerher swarm him on the 21 the Tullerher men win it back the winning back is Sean Murray gives it into Pat Hartley Hartley was going to be brought down by uh, Gaffney but he wins it back and Lar Murphy is there Lar wearing five on the far side coming down the stand on the far side gives a neat hand pass into Jamie uh, Ling in the middle of the field back to Hartley Hartley does as A dummy and comes to his right, gives a short ball now to Marty Murphy. Marty Murphy's come a long way from his goal. He's out near the middle of the field. There's two man full forward line. Comes into Keane Donahue. Keane Donahue's first touch is good. who does well, gives a neat hand pass. Tuller's hurling is exciting gives it back to Marty Murphy. This will be a great score, but brilliantly blocked. Blocked down by Stephen Darmody. Second wide for Tuller, two wide for Borough. Yeah, no, that's
2: two wides apiece, Ronnie. You're dead right there. That was absolutely brilliant by Stephen Darmody getting across to get the hook in there. It looks like Dixborough are dropping a man back there. It's just Team for a second there the Tuller had all the time in the world coming out from their backs but once they worked it into that half forward line in fairness to the Dixborough men they were in there battling hard and they after picking
1: up a handy enough free here if that's their it's free up. yes he's given a free to the Dixborough men a handy enough free when you consider Peter Burke as refereeing and of course don't forget the details menswear man of the match you can get a 50 euro voucher if you match Eddie Scalley's choice then that voucher could be yours to enter of course te- text the man of the match to game to 083 306 9696 and we'll pick a winner back in the studio this evening with thanks to Details Menswear, Potato Marco Carlo and High Street Kilkenny the official match sponsor for Kilkenny Senior Hurling League and Championship on KSLR Liam Smith has a chance to put a ball over the bar from the free Liam Smith puts it over that's his second point Eddie from a free I think
2: that's it Two from freeze Ronnie yeah two points for freeze Aaron Murphy on the scoreboard as well and Kevin Moore that's yeah. four of the points and Matt Keller of course got that fifth point for them as well but Tuller Ross Burke and I still think in fairness to Dixbury they're working hard they're getting the scores Tulliher have kind of settled down a bit both teams have settled down and started to settle into a bit of a good down.
1: exactly but the score board says it's 2-3 to Tulliher. five points to Borough take the two goals of the Borough have an opportunity now brilliant sidestep by the Borough man ah, yeah. brilliant score by Aaron Murphy that's his second point I think Eddie yeah that's it. it two
2: points for Aaron Murphy he made that score for himself there got away from his man he kind of lost Sean Murray with the ball coming in low one tap up into the hand and great score Ronnie skinned his man nicely and that's exactly what you want your corner forwards to take their men on great
1: score is right Leap here we go Ronnie out. here we go Coleman. down to the middle it's Coleman O'Sullivan down to the middle he's on the D he's on the 21 he's looking oh. for help brilliantly brilliantly stopped by uh, the wing back on Mylan Mylan did brilliantly comes to Matthew Keller Matthew Keller goes on to his left looking for help Matthew Keller the borough very composed as we said comes to Eddie Mylan he gives a crossfield ball but he puts it in front of the wing back the wing back of course is Cahill Mooney Mooney back to Jason Shealy Jason Shealy on the far side down to Keane Dunhu Tom Carr giving Keane too much round Keane who gives a neat hand pass back out to Jason Sheely, Sheely looking for help, gives it back to Jamie Ling, Jamie goes long in the top of Stephen Damery, the cornerback the cornerback, puts the hand up, does brilliantly gives it to the Borough man, Tom Carroll gives a leap ball to Matthew Keller, Matthew big strong but a bit slow to get to that ball because Murphy gives it back to Wally Wally from 70 yards and Wally hits it high in the air and Wally puts it over and Wally gives a great score for the Tulloher men to make it 2-4, Tulloher, 6 points to Borough. Super score there that time from, from Wally Welsh
2: there out on the side there as well, great score it's his first score of the game as well but Tuller were nearly in again for another goal Coleman Sullivan breaking through there as well and as you said Stephen Darmley, absolutely brilliant hook got across
1: broke it out and away you come again with Dixborough on the attack now Dixborough on the attack Joe Sheen gives the ball to Martin Gaffney 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 loses the ball looking for help gives a neat hand pass out to Sean Maher Sean Maher near the sideline on the far side this'll hang and it'll hang into the goalie's hands the goalie Davy Walsh the Tuller man left-handed Davy Walsh he's going long but it lands on the 65 It goes up Bikes who brilliantly broke down. Danny Glenn is there with Connor Fitz. Connor Fitz but it's Wally. There's a man gone down the far side. Wally takes off again. Wally's gone. Jason Shealy has it now. Shealy's under 21. He has Wally coming on. He's outside if he sees him. He doesn't see him because he's fouled and the referee says that Moylan did so well there. That was a let off maybe for Tulliver.
2: It was a let off for Tuller. In fairness to Moylan, he, he he held up. Connor Hennessy I think it was, was breaking through. He held him up pretty well there and Wally, Wally was, was... Jason Shealy actually was breaking through. Wally was gone. Couldn't get the ball off between them. But look, it it was great defending. You have to give him credit where it's due. Oh, Mylan, absolutely brilliant there. Brilliant ball
1: taken out, but it comes to Pat Hartley. Pat Hartley loses the ball to lean Brennan Smith. Smith does well. Smith pushed out over the line. That's something that you might see in Park de France tonight, or Stade de France, but Peter Burke obviously does a bit of refereeing in rugby as well because that should have been surely a free <laughs> in for the Boroughman. His
2: linesman there beside him as well, Ronnie. I, I mean, the, 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 the man nearly hit the linesman. The line. like, no. I mean, in fairness, surely a linesman could put a, a flag up in the air as well when he sees something like that happening at his feet. I do question that regularly, Ronnie, like with the purpose of the linesman. When they're standing there, surely a linesman could put a flag up and say to the referee, it's a, it's, it's a free
1: here. You know, yeah. look. Looked like a blatant push. Toller her 2-4. Dixborough 6 pints. 10 points to 6 a 4 point game brilliant line ball comes down to Joe Sheen Joe and Wally Wally versus I suppose it's David Wally 6 foot 6 and Joe Sheen 5 foot 6 possibly but the ball is held up on the sideline Wally has it in his hand the referee not sure could be a hot ball on the far side as we said the sun beaming down here in Nolan Park, UMC, Nolan Park. Now the wind, Eddie, I'm just watching. Has the wind changed or is it still? It seems to be coming ac- like it It's coming, across, now, coming it? across the field, yeah. it's
2: blown up to the top corner. It's you know it's not going to be. It's not one of these days or Ronnie, where we're looking at saying yeah. it's going to be
1: a six-point wind or whatever. It's 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 not like that. It's I going across at this stage. The crowd, as we said, filling up. Of course, the games. Of course, the big game. Of course, the second semi-final that'll be brought live here on KCLR. Of course, that's a free out to Dixborough and Kevin Nolan did well. The half back line of Dixboro doing quite well considering. The have to man uh, the likes of Wally Welsh, but the elite uh, Wally, he took off on two occasions and left everyone for dead. Yeah, no,
2: look, it, look, his, his class is going to shine there as well. In fairness, woman. I think people forget how fast Wally is. Yeah.
1: when he gets behind his hand. He is lightning quick. Great ball down and comes into put the big man, the fullback O'Connor, gives it to Murphy. Murphy, the wing back, he hits a long ball down on top of Stephen Darmody. Stephen Darmody and Danny Glennon. Danny Glennon, of course, wanted the danger men but Stephen Darmody does well. Gives it back to Joe Sheen. Joe on a lot of ball in the middle of the field, possibly. Dixborough doing winning that battle in the middle of the field. Ball long down on top of Hartley. Hartley, as he said, sitting on the D. Gives it. Hartley's been fouled. No, he's going to go long down on top of Keane Donoghue and uh, the cornerback. team Donoghue and Tom Carroll. The Carrolls, of course. Legendary backs for the borough. Carroll does well. Carroll does well. <coughs> Brings these block down. Ta- ta- is ta- Tom Carroll the son of Do- Donald Carroll? Donald Carroll, of course, a man of hurl under 21. is probably with the Camogie team Everybody this back. afternoon. Gives the bond to Danny Glennon. Glennon is on the 45. Free, and he's free. fouled. Well by young Carroll, that's a needless free, a second needless free given away by the Dwarra men. Maybe when he could have kept the hurling Eddie. Yeah, he could have.
2: Danny Glennon showed a bit of cleverness there as well. He turned back into that, he wanted that free there as well to make it a bit handier for them. You have to say with Tuller, Ronnie, just kind of you're into the 21st minute of the game. If you're if you were Dixborough and you're looking onto this match, the two men that you want to avoid with the ball in the full forward in the full back lane is Dunny O'Connor and Pat Hartley. Two men that are absolutely brilliant in the air and read the game well. Dixborough, when they put the ball into the corners, they getting a bit of change out of that they've got a couple of scores in the corner, from Aaron in the corner Aaron Murphy but they're after dropping five or six balls down on top of Donal O'Connor and,
1: and Pat Hartley and they've dealt with them all and come out and put them under pressure at the other end of the field Keane Dono has a chance for his third point from a free he puts that over but he puts that along with the goal he has that's one three for Keane Who 2-5 to Tuller six points a five point game Dixborough as we said possibly playing against the wind Brian Minogue goes long the wind as we said not maybe having a huge bearing on it at this stage but breaks it down but it comes to the man in the middle of the field that's called Jamie Ling yeah, link back to Matthew Keller he's got one good score already Keller strong big man Keller turns back in on his right he's got a second ball brilliant score by Matthew that's Keller that's his second very good point and he's made a difference and he started instead of Tommy Fair great yeah. score
2: absolutely brilliant score that's two two really really good scores he's after hitting from way out the field as well in, the, in that middle section of the field he's having he's having a brilliant start to the game I can't understand how he wasn't down to start beforehand Ronnie
1: that's the Dixburg they have a huge as we said numbers in the panel ball breaks to Marty Murphy he's doing well into Wally Wally on his right Wally on his right Wally brings the ball in does he bring it in the umpire says he does great score Wally Welch but well worked by Marty Murphy
2: yeah that was it look Davy Walsh with the puck out again struck it straight down on top of Marty Murphy Marty looked for his danger man right inside in the centre gave it to Wally and Wally just used that win to pull it back in across lovely score for him it's his second point
1: of the game and it's now seven points to two six 22 and a half minutes gone in this game yeah and a very good entertaining game N10 stuff good hurling the ball has in the far side Hartley swarms the corner for that's Lean Brennan-Smith Hartley does well the physicality of the taller backs making a difference to the smaller maybe Dixborough men ball well oh. worked out intercepted by Milan. Mylan gives it out to Kelly. Again, he's two points already. Make that three for Matthew Keller and Dixborough. And Matthew Kelleher doing quite well. And Matthew Kelleher, a young man, 19 years of age, possibly Matthew Kelleher. And that's three points for Matthew Kelleher and Tommy Farrell. I uh, replaced Tommy Farrell. Eight points, great score, Kelleher. Yeah, again. no, it was a fantastic score. But that all came down to the work rate from the Dixborough forwards there.
2: They turned over that possession, Tuller and all the time. And they're after winning a free here as well. Same thing again, work rate. This time it's
1: Aaron Murphy that was in there pushing and trying to change over and turn over that possession. Eddie, you take the two goals over, I know it'll make a difference. But Dixborough have matched Toler Man to man, up to now they've hurled equally as well, and the two goals have been a killer. Oh, listen, this you know, is it. It's 100%. It's a four-point game. He's going to knock this over the bar here.
2: I'd expect anyway. Making a, a, a huge confidence free takers. Yeah, <laughs> These are, you must have been a great free taker yourself. This ma- is not easy, Eddie. <laughs> I say it was. I just. I'm, I'm actually just so <laughs>
1: confident in this guy's ability to tap it over the bar. Liam Brennan Smith. Um, For our like listeners, it. this is not an easy free, but Eddie Scally says it is. It's a Liam Brennan Smith on the 45, 10 meters in, in the stand side Ah, oh, brilliant score oh, by, by bar, Liam Brennan right? Smith. Well done Liam Brennan Smith that's nine, 8 points 9 points a a score more than change in a minute and 2-6 a 4 point game ball breaks puck out comes down to Kevin Nolan the wing back oh he's put, he slips and while he's there, there. Marty Murphy a slip by the young man from Dixborough oh, oh! Marty Murphy brilliant goal Brian Minogue will be a little bit disappointed maybe but it was well struck by Marty Murphy but poor Kevin Nolan slipped on a great goal for Tuller
2: yeah look fortuitous enough there slipped slip there by Kevin Marty Murphy got it into his hand ran straight through the middle of that defence but he let go there from all the 21 yards absolutely buried it into the side there as well I know you're saying Brian might be a little bit unlucky but I think that was just an absolutely wonderful strike by Marty Murphy. And there you are in a flash. Then we get it back to a three-point game. And now it's a six-point game again. Three yeah. six
1: to three goals and six points to nine points. Three-six to Tuller. Nine points to the Borough. Borough being uh, subdued, as we said, by those goals from Tuller. Tuller, so dangerous. Ball breaks back to the Borough men. They need a goal or two maybe. They're hurling equally as well. But the goals have made a huge difference. Now comes to Moore, the centre forward. Moore, he's got one point already. Make that... Two pints, Kevin Brilliant Moore. Score. And to be fair to the Dixborough men, they're t- answering with the scoreboard, but those goals from uh, the tournament have been hugely influential in this game. Yeah, I know. If you're a Dixborough person, you're looking at that scoreboard.
2: They've hit 10 scores. Tuller have only hit 9 scores. But three of Tuller's scores were majors, all hitting the back of the net. Oh, Marty Murphy
1: has it again. He's done quite well. The man running from the middle of the field. Wally's all on his own here. It's not Wally, it's Coleman O'Sullivan. Oh, the Stephen Darmody corner back. Sullivan is going to try and go work it in for a goal. Blocked down brilliantly. Comes back to Keane Keen, Dunhu. Keen who gives it to Danny Glennon Danny's under 21 they're looking for goals they're playing a little bit over playing the game uh, the ball possibly now Marty Murphy has it again he's got a brilliant goal already make that another pint 1-2 and he should have been hooped and Marty Murphy puts that over to make it a great score for the men.
2: yeah the, the, the full forward line are going to be lucky that Marty came in there and tapped that over the bar because they had two opportunities to tap it over the bar themselves and decided to go for goals and angles that weren't on there they need to keep that scoreboard ticking over ball drops back to Marty Murphy done the right thing tapped it over the bar and here's Wally on the
1: break again Wally has it again he leaves two or three men in his wake Wally will put this over the bar using all his experience and his class and puts that over and every time Wally gets the, the ball Eddie it's just dangerous, isn't it no this is it you know what I mean he's going to stand out head and shoulders above most players in this
2: both physically and height and everything else but in ability as well I mean Wally's playing at the highest the highest levels starting an All-Ireland final only what three months ago now I mean in fairness to him like he's a fabulous hurler and he's having a great game
1: here today for Tuller brilliantly caught the Tuller men now starting to excel Hartley to. The sideline hits the ball down to the corner here to Keen Donahue and Tom Carroll. Tom Carroll is there, but Keen Donahue, the taller man, the taller man is the, who, shouldered by Stephen Damery. But there's three taller men and three Dixborough men as the wind, as we said, picks up and blows right into us here in the stand in the Oliwell Well, stand here in front of us, the wind, but the borough man loses the ball. Danny Glennon has it. Danny gives it back out to Wally. Wally's all his own on the 45. He's going to run at the, the borough men again, and he's rugby tackled to the ground. and Wally is like sex showing himself as a leader of course Eddie in this opening 22 minutes look he's a he's a massive player for Tuller
2: right down the middle of the field Tuller have all their big guns Dunny O'Connor Pat Hardy Wally Hennessy and every one of them is standing up today and Coleman Sullivan the captain as well he's having a rasper of a game but Wally again there getting on that ball turning running at them and when he runs at you it's just the problem for Dixborough is they're going to have to
1: stop the ball going to Wally Welsh because when he gets it it's too late it's too late but it's 3-8 to Dix- uh, two, Tuller 10 points to the Dixborough men and the goal is obviously making a huge huge difference, and now, as we said, all over the field, the Tuller men are starting to make believe in themselves, they're starting to find their form, Eddie, and as you said, the goals, three goals, three great goals, to be fair. Three absolute bullets, (laughs) I mean, in fairness, we are being treated to a really, really good game, here's Keane Dunne with another handy free. handy free, says Eddie, and that goes over the bar, and it was a handy free, 3-9 for the Tuller men, and Keane O'Donnell puts the ball over the bar as a Dixborough man goes down, and of course we're brought by our proud sponsors with Tang to Bounce Land Inflatable Hire, your local affordable and fully insured bouncy castle hire company with all your needs for indoor winter parties. But Ronnie, as you said as well, it was,
2: you know, six minutes into the game, we would no score. It was, you know, yeah. no score a piece. You put that down a little bit to nerves. I know there's players there with huge experience. This Tuller, Ross Barkin team, I would imagine 11 of these players maybe, definitely 10 of these lads would have started a junior county final two years ago. And the same with the Dixborough lads. I know there's a lot of young lads, but there's a lot of senior lads out there too. Physically, I
1: suppose Tuller just have the physicality up at this end as much as as good as good the borough are getting their scores. Physically, they're being hunted off the ball at times, I suppose.
2: This is it, you know. I mean, the Tuller team are very, very big side. If you look out, the Tuller fullback in the middle spine of the field, the yeah. whole half forward, and they're all big men over six foot tall. for a little bit smaller. Obviously, Martin Gaffney, he's the very image of Andy Gaffney when yeah. you see him on the field. They're well, they big, brothers. big men, too. Yeah, no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Man, Eddie. Now, the ball breaks the puck out, comes down the middle of the field. Tuller man has it, but he loses it comes back to the wing forward Sean Maher there's the, the, the middle of the field man Jason Sheely is there for Tuller. Jason Sheely and three or four Borough men now there's a crowd of Borough men and a crowd of uh, Tuller men and the Schemazel has broken up and Peter Burke says I've enough of that 3-9 to, to uh, Tuller, 10 points to Dixborough and don't forget of course the details menswear man of the match Eddie's given us a couple of hints of who he believes are uh, the man of the match the man of the match competition but details menswear your chance to win 50 euros if you're selection matches Eddie's. 083 306 9696 to win that 50 euro voucher. Ball still on the taller half back lane. Ball goes back to the cornerback, Sean Murray. Murray will give a crossfield ball here to Larry Murphy. Larry Murphy all on his own. All on his own. He's going to go long into the corner to Danny Glennon and Stephen Darmody. Danny Glennon and Stephen Darmody, but Connor Fitz is there. Connor Fitz has been chasing Connor Hennessy. The borough trying to man mark as we said, that dangerous full forward a Dangerous ball brought. To puts Milan under pressure to centre back, Brian Minogue. Mylan Done so well, gives it to his brother, but it's out over the sideline, and the referee <laughs> blows him for over carrying. And Dixborough will be very upset over that call by Peterborough.
2: He's done one at both ends of the field. He's kind of levelled that out now as well for over carrying coming out of the fence. Brian Minogue, I know you were saying there's a risky pass there from Brian, <laughs> put it straight into his straight into his hand. He's, he's some goalkeeper. Yep. There's a lot of talking here now, Ronnie, and the ball's after been brought right forward. Now this is 100% the handy free. Yep. Uh, just to bring you up to date, I know you're interested in that camogie the Michael. Uh, motors Hyundai senior championship semi-final 28 minutes in the second half gone there it's Wine Gap 115. Barrow Rangers 10 points so it looks like Winegap are going to be in the senior final in the Camogie championships as well great
1: result for Wine Gap if they get there of course being trained by James Logue a great result from Winegap as he said uh, great performance Barrow Rangers of course after coming up from intermediate in the last two years but now Keane O'Donoghue has a chance to make a 3-10 to Tuller 10 points to Dixborough 9 point game and those goals making all the difference and Tuller have scored him 3 goals they have indeed
2: nine-point lead. Handy free tapped over by Keane O'Donohue. There, Dixby are going to have to get in there and try and re-evaluate
1: what's going on because they're going to have to work goals in this second half, Ronnie. They're going to have to work goals. They're going to throw long, but maybe a point was on offer. They went to throw a shot, but Keane Hartley has it. He gives it out to the man in the middle of the field, in a Sullivan. He hits a long ball in top of O'Donohue. He catches it brilliantly, turns to his left. O'Donohue. This will be a great score. It oh, is a great score by Keane O'Donohue. Best point of the day and brilliantly struck, brilliantly caught, and Brinsley scored. I nah, know it was. In fairness, and Pat
2: Hartley as well, showing all the experience in the world, winning that ball, turned it straight into Keane inside. Keane lost his man and tapped it straight over the bar. Absolutely lovely score for him, and a great score for Tuller. 3 11 to 10
1: points. 10, 10 point, point game. game now. I mean, it's, it's it, they're really starting to stretch them. Hard to believe them, just 20 minutes gone. But now it comes to the number eight. The number eight, of course, is James Carr He puts that wide, and that sticks third wide, I believe. Yeah. Tuller with only two, and Peter Burke, the referee, calls for the whistle as the players enter the old stand here. The well stand and this Tuller at half time in a commanding position 3-11 to Tuller 10 points to Dixborough Eddie's trying some up that first half for us please Yeah
2: Ronnie as you look you've, you've said it a few times during the commentary the goals are making the big difference here but it's the goal chances Tuller after taking three goal chances scoring the them, but they've created maybe another one or two chances Dixborough at the other end of the field they've created no goal chances at all they've been snuffed out I think when they've pushed into the corners and they've moved into the corners with the ball they've worked very well when the ball's went into that corners but it's when the ball's hitting the full back line you know Tony O'Connor is in there in front of the goal protecting the house Pat Hartley as well there Pat Hartley's having a massive game there dropping in front of that house protecting it but then Wally himself at centre forward Ronnie I mean Wally's just having a, a phenomenal run out of there at centre forward too but it's been a very professional performance by, by Tuller Ross Birkin in this first half this is as good as I've seen them now there's a caveat to this Ronnie Tuller have taken the lead in many games this season. They've pulled away from teams and they've let teams back into it. And I'm sure that's the first thing that Michael Doyle and his team are going to be trying to address inside in that dressing room is to make sure that they give a 60-minute performance here today
1: because if Dixborough get a sniff of it, they're well capable of pulling themselves back into the game. Dixborough will be disappointed with the goals, as we said, because there were some of them preventable. One unfortunately poor Kevin Nolan slipped, and Tuller made the most of it. But all over the field, the physicality of the Tuller, the opportunism of the Tuller made goals, as we said, win the matches. Eddie, they'll be very, very pleased with the performance because Dixborough came here with a lot of hope. Oh, this is it, you know. I mean, Dixborough have been
2: having a wonderful season. We talked about this before the game. Six or seven of the Dixborough players would have played senior league with the Dixborough senior team. Dixborough senior team so unlucky in the game against Ballyhale Shamrock's a couple of weeks back I mean the club itself I think they won the Junior B Championship as well or it was either Junior A or Junior B Championship they won as well like I think the four or five senior teams togging out in the club so the club is on a massive upward trajectory they were coming here today I think a lot of people probably would have had them in favours today you know I, I kind of just taught myself her would have had that bit more coming into it it was just it was really important for Tuller to get over the line here today but I wouldn't write Dixborough off just yet
1: Ronnie but from what I've seen in that first half it's very hard to see Tuller not coming over here today very hard to see Tuller they're in a commanding position here in UPMC Nolan Park in the JJ Cavanagh uh, first semi-final it's all Tuller as we said they're at a 10 point lead three eleven to Tuller 10 points to Dixborough we'll go back to the studio and to. Robbie and the gang, and hopefully you will be back to us in ten minutes' time or so. Thank you.
0: KCLR Live Sport: the JJ Cavanaugh and Sons, Kilkenny Junior Hurling Championship Semi-Final: Tollerher Rossperkin versus Dixborough. With thanks to Bounce Land Inflatable Hire, your local, affordable, and fully insured bouncy castle hire company. The winning team for your 2024 Communion's and Confirmations. And
1: welcome back to UPMC, Nolan Park as Dixborough are on the field. We're waiting for the taller men. And when we talk about the JJ Kavanagh and Sons uh, junior semi-final, we see the great JJ down there. He hasn't made it to uh, the Stade de France. Uh, he was hoping to go and uh, bring uh, his good lady wife to the Stade de France during the week. So JJ didn't make it to the Stade de France. He's here uh, at the junior semi-finals noticeable already Winegap are travelling Winegap having a great win in the Camogie Eddie just when we talk about Camogie for a minute we both have an interest in Camogie that's a great win for Winegap great win for Camogie because as we know the, the second match is possibly everyone's saying is the county final but great win for Winegap to be in a senior county final no it's fantastic for Winegap to be in that senior county semi-final I
2: know it'll be a huge excitement building up I'm sure they'll hope they can do a double here today with their with their boys maybe getting them into two senior finals but it's, it's you know the junior final but no wine gap they're, they're actually a very strong team and I think Barra Rangers are the story of that championship as well Ronnie I think I'm not 100% this Is it their first year up at senior second, second, second year second, up yeah, at senior yeah, yeah. I mean to get themselves to a, into a county semi-final I right, know a good few of the girls there Paige Foley is there she was with Blacks and Whites she's gone across there playing with um, the Barra Rangers Joanne Barco and stuff as well yep. some great players there too
1: so, no great you know, fair m- juice to them a great win for the wine Gap Camogie so anyone in UPMC, m- UPMC Nolan Park um, have a good look around you because I'd say that whole of Wine Gap will be here supporting the men because the women now are are after putting the pressure on the men because they play Freshford in the second game at half three here in UPMC so congratulations to Wine Gap Camogie team as we said and they'll bring a huge huge crowd as Richie Cottrell walks up along the sideline there in front of us Peter Burke throws in the ball no one change on the Borough team we think Eddie yeah Charlie Nolan's definitely have to come in who he's have to come in for I haven't
2: been able to spot just yet I'll spot that for you in a couple of seconds Ronnie but he's definitely on there now a corner back uh, obviously
1: there's a change in there trying to get a handle on the pace inside Matthew Keller God, the Borough need all the scores to get the ball has gone in low comes into Murphy They have a chance he's been held by Sean Murray Murphy has been held and it's a free in for the Borough men and the Borough men as when they get the ball are very dangerous but of course as we said they might suit him now Eddie of the ball coming in this is the first. Oh, no, it's not the first free. Liam Brennan Smith has gone off. Remember in the warm up, he hurted himself because Gaffney's taken this free. There you are, and that'd be a massive blow as well. He did hurt himself in the warm up, but yep. you said Gaffney is. And Gaffney puts that. that over the bar, and that Gaffney, of course, is Martin Gaffney. He puts <clears> it over the bar to make it uh, 11 points to Dixborough, 3 11 to. Uh, Tuller at 9 point game 3.11 to 11 points as the wine gap colours are here already red and white then Tuller Marty Murphy he's had a great game on wing forward at this stage skin on top of Stephen Damley oh, But oh. as dangerous as it comes to keep Connor Hennessy Connor Hennessy got a great goal already brilliantly saved by the goalkeeper from the Dicksburg, A brilliant save by Brian McEnough but Connor Hennessy got in there again around Tom Carroll and that was a huge let off for the Dixborough That was that
2: could have been curtains I know it's very early in the second half to be saying something like that but it could have been but this is Tuller showing their rootless streak there as well the ball comes into Conor Hennessy he's a brilliant side forward Conor gets it turns his man straight away he could have just tapped that over the bar he decided to go for the goal absolutely blasted and in
1: fairness to Brian Minogue absolutely brilliant goalkeeper makes a super save there brilliant brilliant save but now the corner for Keane Dunahoo he is coming out for the 65 on this side uh, about 20 metres in from the sideline of course the Oliwell stand Tullagher playing into the city end as we know it Dixborough playing into the old Lachlan's end or the Aros to C- Carule, as we know it but Keane Dunhu has a chance he's got 1-5 already a goal from playing, a goal from a point Keane Dunhu strikes that very well it looks like it but he's striked it wide and that's the fourth wide for Tulliher. The 32 minutes on the clock 2 minutes in the second and a half gone, and of course, Brian Oak he'll strike that long down on top of Sean Moore. Sean, not Kevin Moore. Kevin Moore's broken by Hartley. Hartley loses the ball, but now there's two Borough and three uh, Tulliher men. Brilliantly won by the Sean Moore again, or Kevin Moore gets the ball down low, down low into the corner forward. The corner forward, number 10. Now Conor Fitz has it. He fails to rise it for the second time. A let off. Conor Fitz should have had that ball in a let off. Dixborough had a chance, but now the, the Tulliher men have come back in their numbers. They have it. The full back has it. He does well. It's not the full back as Larry Murphy half chance for the Borough there was a half chance for the Borough and that's the type of ball Dixborough needs to be putting into that full
2: forward line. it's low ball inside in there That you know Tuller are physically big and strong inside they want the ball up in the air they don't want that low ball into the ground and in fairness he was out in front of his man there I think it was Aaron Murphy he was out in front of his man he tried to turn Dunicke there Dunicke used all his strength to hold him up and in fairness turned the ball
1: over and it's a nice free out now for, for Pat Hartley I think he's going to probably hit this there for Tuller and if you've just joined us Gap have won the Camogie there in the county semi-final sixteen to 11 points. and Gap, as we said playing in the second game here against St Lactons in this JJ Cabinet. but Wally Welch puts on the burners he's on the 14 on 21 he's on the 14 oh (laughs) Oh! brilliantly struck and marginally over the bar great score Wally Welch
2: brilliant again Ronnie absolutely brilliant puck out there from Davy Walsh down on top of Wally he gets it he turns his man straight away cuts head straight in going Bain in for the goal he went for the goal straight away I'm going to give Brian Minogue maybe a little bit of credit there I think Brian made himself big there he may have got a little bit on it but absolutely brilliant strike by, by Wally and I think that's his four point from play Ball still of the day in
1: danger but Danny Glennon has it Danny Glennon is fouled by Milan, but is let off by the referee back out to Marty Murphy he's on the 21 Marty Murphy puts it over the bar and Dixborough and the short puck outs not really working oh no, it didn't work on that one again it was turned over fairly well
2: something you don't see very often in the hurling games either Peter Burke actually pointed to uh Danny Glenn at that time and, and, and remonstrated like he was after diving there, Ronnie, inside. That's why he didn't give the free. He said it was a dive, and Danny didn't appeal. He got up and hand passed it back to Marty Murphy. That's one three for Marty Murphy at Wing Forward as well. Yeah, he's having
1: a day. He's having a day, and I don't forget the details. Menswear man of the match. A good reminder from Eddie. Of course, to enter, we've had a 50 euro voucher for details, menswear, man of the match. 83 306, 9696. If you match Eddie Scalley's uh, man of the match, you get an opportunity to win that details men man of the match. Looks like it could be a man. And black and amber Keane know he's one of the candidates this is certainly another candidate Wally he puts it on again the burners Wally leaves the two or three burners and he's wake. Wally the at oh, oh, oh. Oh. least <laughs> brilliant score Wally Welch and if you thought Wally Welch might have nothing left to offer Kilkenny Senior Hurland well come in and watch him here he's given oh, an exhibition at this absolutely
2: stage. brilliant there I see his wife and his mother-in-law sitting down in front of us there Ronnie they're extremely happy with that run there by him yeah it's a brilliant brilliant run by Ronnie Wally. Absolute bullet goal. He caught that ball middle middle, middle of the 65 area. Cuts in. Runs straight down. Nothing else in his mind other than goal. And bangs straight to the back of the net. 4.13
1: to 11 points. Dixborough in territory now where you're trying to get respectability on this scoreboard. Yeah, it's all Tullerher. Tullerher now. We'll be facing into a, a county final for sure. I know it's early, but they can't be caught, can they? 4.13 to Tullerher. 11 points to Dixborough as Matthew Keller wins the free to Borough. The Borough as we said, young and probably inexperienced in most parts. Of the field, the Tulliher men brilliantly led by Wally Welsh today, and the supporting cast have been excellent. But it's all Tulliher, and that goal certainly lit up Nolan Park. Ah, yeah, look, it
2: was it was a piece of class. There's been four really, really good goals. That was the pick of a lot, though. In fairness, you know, it, you know, we've been blessed that way, Ronnie, with with the goals that we've seen today. But in fairness to Tulliher, it's finding the right man in the right place. That ball was hand passed off to Wally. Other teams might have tried to pop that score themselves from fifty yards. The young lad there that time, I think it was Jason and shyly yeah.
1: yeah he just threw the hand pass off to Wally as well and away we go and here they are on the break caught by Coleman again comes to Marty Murphy Marty has won three score goes back onto his right they can do nothing wrong it'll land dangerously on the end of the sideline and Peter Burke allows that to go wide and the full back for uh, Dixborough down is Tom Carroll now they're going short again Dangerous. It comes to Eddie and Eddie wearing six he's blocked down or hits the strike line. down to the right half back Larry Murphy for Tuller he's on his own half back line strikes the ball up to Keane Dunhu Keane Dunhu on the sideline gives a great ball into Danny Glennon Danny's under 21 Danny's looking for help Danny gets the ball strikes it and strikes it wide and Danny will be disappointed with that uh, looking dangerous but that's a poor wide It is a poor wide Ronnie and look D- 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 Dixborough obviously
2: said on his puck out strategy you're going short with every poke out but the problem I have with this is there's no problem with going with a short puck out but what's the strategy then? It's the second ball that's coming yeah. out It's being struck down on top of three men from Tuller
1: and they're bringing the pressure back on themselves God, Hartley has it on his own hand half-back Gives it to Richie Gill. Richie Gill strikes at the corner back Up to the half forward line where Connor Hennessy's uh, out in oh. the half forward line. He's been fouled. Possibly he's not. You can hear the groan from Eddie, but it comes to Joe Sheen in the middle of the He started well, but now Milan has it. That's own Milan. He gives the ball down to top of uh, the corner forward. It looks like Sean Maher. Sean Maher's wearing 10. He's on near the end line. Sean Maher coming in the end line near the Lachlan's end. And Peter Burke has his hand up and it's a free in for the Dixborough men. 12 points, Dixborough 4.13 to Tolliher, it's
2: a 13-point game. Thirteen point game. It was a definite free there as well. In fairness, he, he cut back in. There was a little bit of a trip. I'm not sure if Peter Burke going to take a name here. It'd be a bit harsh to give a yellow card, is he? No, he's a not. No, bit he no, no. A, bit of a chat
1: Peter there. doesn't have yeah. cards.
2: As, 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 as Ronnie said, you'd know
1: Martin Gaffney was his. You'd know they were oh brothers. Yeah, staff of each other. That's for sure. And Martin has a chance to put this over the bar. Strikes the ball brilliantly, and Gaffney, an excellent free taker, also. So thirteen points to Dixborough, but it's four thirteen to Tuller. Four goals. Four excellent goals, and the last one scored by Wally Welsh, of course. And the ball put out again. The Tuller men strikes it out, comes to Shield in the middle of the field. Shield does well, looking oh. forward. Comes to Jamie Ryan, down on top of Donahue again. Donahue is out in front. Donahue, Keane Donahue turns to his right. Maybe ah, a little score, bit ambitious, honey. but not But because it's brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant score by Keane Donahue. And again, we mentioned the Toller full forward line, and they haven't let us down. No, they haven't. In fairness, it's Keane Donahue and Connor Hennessy that are kind of playing as the two man full
2: forward line. I see Danny has switched them now so it's Danny Glennon inside but that was an absolutely brilliant score by Keane Dunne low ball in in front of he ends up pushing it coming straight out to around his own 45 turning and striking it back over shoulder absolutely brilliant score now Brian Oak's book outs oh my god
1: him. yeah. but he put it in your pocket I'd say yeah they're persistent with it but sometimes it's, it works but more often it's not working but Milan has it putting it the uh, on the front foot comes to the middle of the field to ma- the man wearing the yellow helmet that looks like Aaron Murphy and he puts that ball over the back does he it's not Aaron Murphy it's the man James Carroll in the middle of the field did he put that over the bar he did, it yeah, did 14 points uh, to Dixborough 4-14 to Tulliver, and a brilliant score as you said the last time by Keane Donoghue 4-14 to 14 points Andy Gaffney, or Martin Gaffney's out the middle of the field hits the ball in again Ball Davis comes to the call, The goalkeeper he loses the ball to Sean Maher Dixborough have a chance of a goal but no Richie Gill is back Richie Gill does well Richie Gill back to his left gives it to the left halfback Cahal Mooney Mooney does well. He's looking for someone on the far side. He gives it to Wally, of course. The leader of the pack. Wally. Wally turns to his right. Wally's on fire and on fire. We put them. Give him the course Puts the ball marginally wide. A let off, but a great opportunity. Again, a quick puck out taken by Minogue. Comes to the man, Joe Sheen, in the middle of the field. Gives it to Gaffney. Gaffney's out in the middle of the field. That's and Martin Gaffney. Martin gives it back. The man with huge experience. Gives it to number seven, Kevin Nolan. Cross field ball down to Connor Hennessy. Connor, Connor Fitzpatrick. (laughs) Richie Gill has it. Gill doing well in the middle of the f- well, corner back gives it to Pat Hartley Hartley the centre back took a few steps and got away with it gives it out to the right half back Larry Murphy on the far side Lar bounces off a tree Boreman, still has the ball looks like Lar has been fouled is not been fouled Larre said the uh, referee said he took too many steps, and Peter Burke has been consistent with steps and it's a free in for Dixborough.
2: yeah I see the whole thudder uh, subs <laughs> jumping up and most of that stand as well appealing that decision there but you know the referee sees it as he calls it it's, it's, it's starting to kind of drift out this game a little bit as well I know Ronnie and you're right in what you're saying as well that Dixborough are persistent with that sharp hook out all the time. The one thing I would notice when Dixborough hit it really quickly, when they put the ball back into play really quickly, they're finding three or four yards on Tuller, and it's something Tuller are going to have to sharpen up on. It's it's just every time it goes dead, whether it's from Dixborough's experience training with the senior team and playing a bit with senior, it's just it's just so much quicker when they move it. But it's it still is all Tuller Osbrook in Four fourteen to fifteen points. One of the Tuller lads is down injured. Now this is probably at the time in the game, Ronnie, you're winning twelve points. There's a county final in a week's time or two weeks' time. Do you start whipping lads off if they're not looking right? Well,
1: of course, anyone with a dodgy injury now um, for Tullagher can be minded or rested because they're in a hugely strong position. 4-14 to Tullagher, 15 points to Dixborough. And Dixborough, as we said, take the goals out of it, and it's a great game. But unfortunately for the Dixborough men, the goals have been uh, crucial to the performance of the Tullagher men, and they are bringing on a sub as the cornerback possibly is downer as is it down they go Connor. the no, full back no, it's not Richie Gill it might be the shot. back Sean Murray that gives us a chance of course to thank our sponsors uh, to bounce land inflatable hire your local affordable and fully insured bouncy castle hire company with all your needs for indoor winter parties that's the bouncy castle men and Kevin McGarry has three young lads there could love to hire that bouncy castle Kevin no <laughs> do you like a bouncy castle boys ask Kevin there <laughs> yeah no there's no problem we can have that dropped over to you later on lads as well if you want now he's the cornerback he's going off it looks like a Sean Mo- Sean Murray is going off maybe with a head injury but Tuller in the driving seat as a man the sub comes on on the far side Tuller a little bit confused or someone's confused on the far side they're not making that change quickly but the Tuller man coming on the cornerback it looks like Sean Moon he's gone off but Tuller in a strong position 4-14 to Tuller 15 points to Dixborough well, it's number
2: two Stevie Lawler, is Stevie, in there Lawler. Well. Stevie was probably a bit unlucky looking at be start today as well so it won't be he won't be
1: weakening that side in no, any way shape Stevie form. Lawler comes on ball breaks down that comes to the, that James Carroll he's blocked down by Jamie in the middle of the field and a brilliant block down by the Tuller men and uh, the number seven is Carl Mooney blocked down uh, James Carroll and they're looking for a hot ball but the linesman saying it's a, a, a ball for Tuller Peter Burke uh, maybe having a word with his linesman or maybe going to give that ball it's still a ton Is of our ball Keane Dunhu coming out all Tulliher, of course, Eddie. The details, man of the match. is going to be a black and number, man. Oh, I'm no, sure. Look
2: at, look at it, it. It definitely is looking that way as well. Their forwards are all sa- standing up. And, of course, in the backs as well, you can't overlook Pat Hartley and Dunnick O'Connor's performance either. Two of them have been fantastic. But this man on the
1: ball here, Wally he Wally, Wally has, he has it again. Having... There's three Bixborough men around him. Looks to give it out. He gives it to Richie, or not to Richie, to young Danny Glennon. Glennie Glennon gives it out to Marty Murphy. Marty's on the far side. Bim's shoulder. Marty turns in his left. There's two men waiting for it in here. One of them is young Shealy. Jason Shealy hits it off he's right Jess and Shealy drives a wide and that's the seventh wide for 4 4.14 to Tulliher. 15 points to Dixborough and as we said of course Tulliher now setting himself up for a county final who will they play in the junior county final the borough making two changes certainly Wine Gap are coming here full of beans their ladies have won the semi-final they're in a county final already can the men join them in a junior semi-final we'll know because Freshford of course St Lacton's of Freshford or as Robbie says St Lacton's of word, but it's St Lacton's and a sub on for the Dixborough men that's got James Carr. he's coming in takes oh heavily tackled by the coming back but Peter Murphy said he wasn't fouled and that? he gives a free out gives a free out and the Irish rugby team would be delighted if Peter Burke was reffing the game tonight yeah he stood
2: he, he stood his man up there in fairness and he, he flipped him over I thought the free may have went the other way maybe. I thought it was a spear tackle Yeah. he I, got I'd, I'd, I'd say what Peter's seen he probably thought it was charging maybe yeah. or, or you
1: know leading with the brilliant ref like that and, and a free out brilliant ref Peter Murphy Peter Burke a man that doesn't lets the game flow as the men have a view they'll know now who's in the final it's black and amber will there be a problem with the jerseys in the county final Tuller will be there they'll be wearing black and amber will it be Wine Gap or will it be Freshford certainly the second game is a huge game for both clubs Dixborough doing all they can to try and come back into this game but it's just not their day as we know their seniors had a great game against Ballyhale in the senior championship but again nothing went right from today it's all about Tullagher Tuller doing well now young Lawler leaves it behind him comes back to Jillar Murphy on his own half back on the edge of the D the man wearing 17 17 is Nick Doheny for the Borough men Dick Nick Doheny drives it wide Borough's only fifth wide uh, White or Tuller with seven wides, Eddie. Yeah, look, yep. I suppose it's, it's it's probably justifying the type of game that we're
2: having as well. It is really Tuller in the driving seat. It's getting a little bit scrappy as well. Tuller's shape is moving out with Small bit there as well. I see Pat Hartley trying to get control of that again. And Tuller, this is what I said to you: they have a tendency in games
1: to drift out of games for ten minutes. A, a, a strong team will punish it But here, Tuller have a chance here on the break. Michael Henrik is on for Tuller. Mike and Henrik, wearing twenty for Tuller, gives the ball out to Marty Murphy. It looks like he was blocked down or drove it wide. Drove it wide to be disappointing wide for. To Tuller men, when Wally was inside making, as you said, Eddie, a little bit scrappy now because Tuller know to have it won. I, I think so, yeah, and I think they're probably mind themselves. Here we that go lovely short puck you know. out again, that should be banned. Most goalies don't like short puck outs. It all depends who you're hitting the short puck outs That uh, Dean Mason is lucky; he is good lads to hit it out. To. But Brian Minogue that short puck out from me, Eddie, is not working for the bar It's not, and see the problem is
2: you have to have a plan B, and it doesn't seem. Here we are, first long puck out, but he's striking straight down on top of her half back, and seeking
1: to get a bit of change out of this one. Four fifteen to Tuller, fifteen points to a Match you. Can Teller tries to rise it. Marty Murphy's back there on his own half-back line. Comes to James Carroll of the Borough. James Carroll tries to give it out to uh, own Mylan. Mylan has been hunted down by the Tuller men. Back to James Carroll. James Carroll trying to do his best. He gives it down to Pat Hartley. Hartley, the Tuller man. All on his own. under 21. He'll give a cross-field ball. He does. He gives it across to Cahal Mooney on his own half-back line. Tuller queuing up for the ball. Comes to Jamie Ling in the middle of the field. Cross-field ball in front of Danny Glennon and Stephen Damerty Glennon puts the hand up. Comes back to Tom Carroll. Tom Carroll has been been fouled. Peter Burke says the free out on their own half back line. Forty-six minutes on the clock. Fifteen points to Borough. Four-fifteen to Tuller. Tuller setting themselves up for a county final in two weeks' time, as we said. Looks like it's all Tuller now, Daddy. There's no comeback, is there? No, the there work? isn't. There's,
2: there isn't. There isn't coming back here at all. But what we do need to see from from Tuller now is trying to tidy up some certain things. They won't want to concede the goal. You know, the full back line will want to make sure to keep it tight at home. They're giving another soft free away for over carrying the ball there again, um, coming out of the defence. I'm not sure which of the lads
1: it was that time. That was coming. Yeah, it, was it was Stephen Sean, Lawler. Was Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Lawler, maybe a free out, but again, Peter Burke and Martin Gaffney has another chance. Gaffney's got all the scores for Dixburg in the second half. Most of them, if not all of them, from freeze. But Dixburg find finding it difficult to get a score out of the Tuller backs. The Tuller lads, as we said, all over the field are winning the different positions and maybe winning nearly in all the positions. Every
2: they are. Look, in fairness and in fairness to Dixburg as well, I'm not trying to be too harsh on the meter as well. You know, Tuller and have turned up today and have put in a really, really big shift. In, in every aspect of it Davey Walsh's he's mixed them he's went short he's went long in around that middle third of the field there Jamie Lane Coleman Sullivan, Wally Devolver on a world of ball and their half forward line in particular is having an
1: absolutely brilliant day half back line as we said don't forget to win uh, the, uh, Dix, the, the man of the match the details Men's Wear man of the match of course that competition details men wear man of the match win the 50 euro voucher if your selection marks, matches Eddie Scaddy as Danny Glennon gets his first score of the day puts it over the bar good score for Danny Glennon he's done a lot of good work to be fair to him today. He
2: has, and I tell you what I was thinking about this there when you were saying about it. That is his first score of the game. It's like John Donnelly last week for 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 uh, Thomastown. John Donnelly didn't get on the score sheet till the 59th minute of the game, Ronnie, and he was probably man of the match in my eyes with his performance, with his use of the ball, and the whole lot. Like Danny inside today,
1: Danny's brought in everything around him. He's had a really good game. Really good game. 4 16 to Dick Tullaher, 16 points to Dixborough, a four goal uh, lead for the Tullaher men, 12 points as we said. Tullaher strong and all over the field excellent all over the free field as the free is given away by the Dixborough men as we said, Eddie Scally. now remember for all our listeners 083 306 9696 an opportunity to win the details 50 euro man of the match you have five to six minutes to enter that competition and match Eddie Scally's, uh prediction and the only clue I can give you it's going to be a man in wearing black and amber
2: oh, definitely it is it's 100% that it's going to be a man in black and amber but I mean we could start narrowing it down to a few Ronnie like you're looking at Marty
1: Murphy there, really. Keen O'Donoghue Wally Welsh, Pat Hartley, Dunning O'Connor, they're the main men today. And here's another goal chance here. There's Keen O'Donoghue has a chance. He loses the ball, comes back to Sheely, comes back to the number 22. Joe Sheen has it for the borough. Joe Sheen out the middle of the field, blocked down brilliantly by Wally. Back to Keen O'Donoghue He gives it back to Wally. Wally's near the sideline on the far side. The far side being the Paddy Gray stand, and Wally puts it over the bar to make it another score and might make that 1 5 from play from Wally at centre forward.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, look, he's, he's just had an Absolutely brilliant game. If you're any of the other teams that are going in there like St. Lacton's or or, or Gap, you're looking at this and you're going to be asking that question how are we going to stop this half forward Marty Murphy with 1-3 and Wally with 1-5
1: I mean 2-8 from two men in the half forward and absolutely unbelievable scoring great, great score by, by by Wally ball broken down sharp puck out taken again comes to Matthew Keller Keller's been hunted down by Lar Murphy Lar Murphy fouls the Dixborough man free in for Dixborough on their own 65 4.17 to Tollerher. 16 points to Dixborough and Arton Gaffney makes the long run Gaffney scored 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 6 points in the second half all for Dixborough all from freeze and of course the Dixborough supporting cast really hasn't matched up from say, in no, the I second think- half
2: they really haven't in fairness. It's 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 really gone off the boil for them.
1: Dixborough will be disappointed again. Their second journey to Nolan Park. Their seniors went down. This was a team who was going to do well, and they failed today, unfortunately. And there'll that's a brilliant score by Gaffney. But they'll be disappointed overall in Dixborough, considering, you know, the senior team, of course, were one of the favourites. And now today, again, maybe just this junior team just on the day didn't perform. Yeah, look, you,
2: you would look at it. I just, I just wonder sometimes coming from the other section as well, are you yeah. as battle hardened as the teams you're facing yeah. in, this, in this junior championship, Tuller on. Birkin they came in under the radar a bit this year, Ronnie. Yeah. they got knocked out early in the championship by Wine Gap last year, and everybody kind of wrote them off. Tuller were beaten in a county final the year previous by Moon after lighting up the whole year. So, you know, you're writing them off with your pearl here. And they're look, they're, they're in the county final now, and they're going to have a week to prepare. and I, I tell you, this Tuller team, is going
1: it's going to take a lot of stopping. Well, Eddie, to be fair, no one predicted blacks and whites to win a county final last year, and they did. No, had a good it. manager, no, it <laughs> <laughs> I think. No, they didn't. can have nothing <laughs> to do with that. Connor Fitzpatrick Patrick has it. He gives a neat ball into James Carroll. James Carroll of Dixburg catches it brilliantly. He's been hunted down by three or four Tullerher men, gets back up on his feet. James Carroll free in, and Peter Burke has cards. He's going to put a yellow card out of his pocket and he's going to put the name of one of the Tullerher men into, into his. And that looks like it could be. And definitely a Tullerher man, the man with a black and amber helmet, uh, goes into the book and uh, wait, that could be Cahal Mooney the number 7 it is Cahal Mooney as her bring on another sub do they on the far side Wally standing over the ball Wally the giant as I said played so well 4.17 to Tuller. 17 pints to Dixborough 52 minutes on the clock 8 minutes to go here in UPMC Nolan Park Martin Gaffney puts it over the bar when maybe he could have went for a goal Gaffney puts it over the bar to keep the t- scoreboard ticking 18 pints to the borough 4.17 to Tuller. Ross Park and 11 Points Eddie, no comeback, surely. No, God, it no, 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 is,
2: no. no it's, it's, it's eight minutes to go here. It's, it's all about Tullerher now at this stage in the game. How are going to see out this match? But in fairness to Dixburg, they're going to keep punching and keep fighting, and they are doing that. If you see that, there's a rook there in the middle third of the field, and it's Dixburg coming out with that ball. Ireland
1: does as well. Ireland from the borough gives a Joe Sheen, Joe Feen in front of Aaron Murphy. Aaron Murphy's first touch is good, but there's three Tullerher men. He needs help from his uh, c- c- compatriots in the Bamber. Are they- maroon but there's a chamazel there a no ball coming out and it's a chamazel and it's going to be a hot ball Peter Burke will blow for a hot ball with thanks to our land inflatable hire your local affordable and fully insured bouncy castle hire company with all your needs for indoor winter parties and we thank our sponsors today James Carroll has it again he's done so well in the second half bringing the fight to the Tulloher men and again Martin Gaffney pops out to take the free Dab Gaffney's been on airing from freeze in the second half Martin Gaffney, of course a man with huge experience for the Dixborough men and Martin Gaffney on the 45, well 44 metres out in front of the goal relatively easy free, when we talk about free takers, Martin is one of the better free takers for sure, hitting into the O'Loughlin's end, 18 points Dixborough taller, 17 that 19 points to the Dixborough men, Martin Gaffney puts that over but there's not a crowd, nor a, a clap for the Borough men because they know their time in the Junior Championship is over after having a decent run but as Eddie said Maybe didn't come through The battle-hardened competition Like others But now Short puck out taken Comes to Keane who He's out a long way Keane Dunhu turns back in On his left Gives a low ball into, into Connor Hennessy Keane Dunahoo has it again Keane Dunahoo on the sideline that's a great, ah, that's great a score, score by Keane Donahue. Brilliant score by Keane Donahue. And again, the class of Donahue. But that was well worked by Conor Hennessy. And a brilliant score. 417 to the Tuller, man. And a great score. Keane Donahue, another man doing so well. Ah, he, look, he's having a brilliant game. Here's Wally on the ball again.
2: Like, Wally's after dropping right back into the half back line here to give them the, the go But that was an absolutely wonderful score by
1: Keane Donahue, as you rightly say, Ronnie. look like he dropped the hurl to the And Donahue comes to Keane Donahue again. Conahue getting too much time for me. Danny Glennon comes behind Danny and Glennon wins it back Danny turns in and he's right Danny Glennon hits it up in the air and Danny Glennon drives it wide a disappointing wide for Danny but he's done a lot of great work but the Tullerher forwards haven't let us down they've been very very good all day sharp puck out taken again Eddie Kevin Nolan gets it Kevin goes long now down on top of Hartley and Eddie you were so right that second ball just keeps landing into their racks when there's no point in the sharp puck out if you're going to just get the next ball and drive it what the keeper
2: could have done in the first place but it's 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 just turned it over again Anyway, and it's 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 Tuller. This is like Tuller's platform for the attack is coming off that second ball, and that's up. Do you know what's happening now, Ronnie? A little bit as
1: well. When the scoreboard takes yeah. like that, everybody's trying to get their names on it, and there's no real fluid to this game now. Yeah, they're not. The last pass could be going in Tuller now. No, they're in the county final. Who will they be playing in the county final? Well, the second match, of course, here at half three in UPMC in Allipair. That's between Saint Lactons and Freshford, as Conn James Carroll has it. James Carroll is under 21. James Carroll has been hunted down by three or four Tuller, and James Carroll's still there. James Carroll has been stood over by Richie Gill. James Carroll looking for help. James Carroll has helping Aaron Murphy. Aaron Murphy's going in along the end line. Aaron Murphy with one hand. Aaron Murphy is fouled. Aaron Murphy gets a free a free in for the Dixborough men. As we now know that uh, 55 minutes that Dixborough will be no longer playing in the Junior Championship Tuller have been full value Eddie ah, at this look, stage it, the have goals have been excellent every goal they got were great finishes to be fair had, to Brian Minogue you know,
2: but, they've, they've been four bullets you know Martin Murphy got a brilliant goal Conor Hennessy Keane Dunahoo
1: and obviously Wally as well all now, brilliant goals he has to go for goals. yes there of course time. he has uh, and uh, Martin Gaffney has a chance One nineteen 19 points in the scoreboard for the Borough he is at 21 right in front of the goal Gaffney strikes it high he puts it over the bar to make that 20 points and Martin Gaffney has got all the Scores for Dixburg in the second half. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Martin Gaffney scored 9 points for them in the second half, I think, Eddie. That'll just tell you the amount of possession they've had and freeze they've won. No, oh, <laughs> this is it, you know, it, it does, in
2: fairness. I see Anthony O'Connor coming into, into, the, into the fray now as well. He's going to be joining his brother. Anthony's gone in full forward now. You've done he of course, back a full back there, Dunica. And of course, the brother, anybody's watching, this is Rexham Thomas. Yeah. Is over there playing his trade with Rexham Football Club as well. Another brilliant runner. I think Tariq is there. I'm
1: not sure if he's in the panel, but the O'Connor Connors, they're, they're making up a stronghold of this team. They are making a stronghold. Comes to Marty Murphy or to Cahal Mooney. Cahal Mooney loses the ball to Jamie Link. Comes back to the Pamachu Keller. Sean Moore has it. Sean Moore. Kevin Moore, it is. Sean Moore is another man. Kevin gives it to James Carroll. Free in for Dixborough. The only thing, Neddy, is Dixborough have won a lot of possession. Tulliher. That maybe the game was won at half time but they have given away a lot of freeze. they have and
2: Dick, this is the thing I was saying to you earlier Tuller have a tendency to drift out against yeah, for 15, 10, that. 15 minutes and they're doing it here now as well I it mean like it's 418. 18 a 4-8 4, white. four, eight. four eight to 20 points that's a poor white that time by Dixborough but you know one of them taps over the bar all of a sudden you're kind of in a situation where it's, I know 9 points is a, is a massive lead they're probably leading by 10 points here at the moment but you know they were in so much control Ronnie they could have kicked on here a lot
1: easier than oh this. Caught by Marty Murphy, gives the ball in in front of Keane Donahue. Donahue's first touch is excellent. There's a man outside him, that's Wally. He doesn't need him, or will he need him now because he's the three touches. Keane who too laxed too quiet, too sure, and maybe, just maybe, as we said, Tuller, know they're in a county final and they're just playing out the time. The urgency's not there because, as we said, they know they're in a final, Eddie, the and they just don't need to play, I suppose. And maybe it is it back to what you said do they tend to drift and drift too much out of games? Yeah, look, it's, it's something if I, if
2: I was involved there is the one thing. I'd be very worried about. Is there a tendency to drift out of games I know there is going to be a bit at the back of your mind. You're thinking, we've a county final in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in a two weeks' time. I need to mind myself. I'm not going to get a knock, and you know, because uh, there's, there's no point. They only scored though.
1: one nine in the second half. Like I mean, they did all the damage in the first half, but I think it's a case of the new. Now the ball has gone down. As we said, two minutes on the clock, two minutes left. Dixburg hunting down a goal comes to Aaron Murphy. He's on the edge of the D. Gives the ball into James Carroll, but the uh, Tuller man, Tuller do so well. Comes back to Mooney. Mooney pulls in the ball. Comes back to the Borough men the Borough still there so is the, the Tullerer men there's the Chamazin in front of the goal and Nicky Doheny has a chance and Nicky Doheny puts it in the goal uh, back of the net to make it 120 to Dixborough and 418 to Tuller, putting a bit of respectability on the scoreboard yeah it's a massive score as well I mean if you're coming
2: yeah. to a junior final or junior semi-final and I told you you're going to put 120 over the bar. Yeah. you know you'd be thinking I'll be in, I'll be in a final and that so this is the one thing with Tuller, they're conceding a lot of scores here in this 120
1: oh the touch oh, by Donahue has oh, been on. excellent. This ball is a oh well oh, won by Stephen Darmody. Stephen Darmody wins it back that he fouls and gives away a needless free. But Eddie, you're after making a very valid point. Dixborough haven't been wonderful. Tuller have been excellent, but they can't be happy with 120. well no, like it's the one thing that their management team are going to look
2: at this afterwards. They're going to be facing into either a Winegap or a Saint Lactins team that are going to be coming here, possibly as favourites. I mean, everybody had Winegap and Saint Lactins as the favourites and second favourites to win the championship. Mm. So Tuller. Are may be coming in as, as the underdog in that game and if they are like you can't How do you, you know how do you sit back and look at it and say in a game that we were in full control Eddie and Ronnie are commentating on it up in the stand there they're saying that Tuller have one leg in the final and ultimately when we look back at the scoreboard we conceded
1: a goal in 20 points it's it's a huge score to concede number 21 Niall Mooney he replaces Cahill Mooney and they probably be brothers Niall and Cahill Mooney He Cahill goes off Niall comes on Tuller making the changes but if there was a criticism of Tuller then Eddie the, the scoreboard the backs, the uh, allowed one twenty. That isn't wonderful, to be fair. No, no it, it definitely Especially is. Especially if you're playing Wing or Freshford, whoever you're
2: playing is. No, good. well that's. It. I just wonder, you know, a tighter day, and if Dixborough had a tighter day on the, like this is the biggest thing when Dixborough look back on the game as well, they'll look back at this and say, look, we conceded, you know, four goals. Could we have stopped two of them goals if Kevin had slipped, you know, with that ball it bounced the way it was, and you know, sometimes you get a little bit of luck there. But I think told her the, the biggest thing that they'll be working on this week is the defensive aspect of their game because going forward they're fantastic.
1: Four nineteen. To Tulliver 120 to Dixborough. As that ball is put over the bar by Connor Fitzpatrick to make it 121. Connor Fitz puts it over. He's first point of the day, as he said, played in the backs most of the day. The details, menswear man of the match. Your last minute to text in to 083 306 9696. We'll give Eddie one more minute to finalise uh, Tulliver man and the Tulliver man can be one of any of the Tulliver men. And Eddie, of course, is pointing the mean. He's looking for help, and I'm not going to give Eddie help. He wants to blame me. Eddie, you picked that man of the match yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but the two men you at are definitely the favourites for sure.
2: Yeah, the two ends that I was pointing at there as well. If anyone wants to get a quick text back in, Keane Donahue and Wally are going you know, to the two of them have been out on their own in the game today, in fairness. And the other one that'll be unlucky not to get a mention, Marty Murphy, was brilliant as well today. So we'll see how this last minute pans out. But if, if Wally gets this ball into
1: his hand there as well, I think that might it's seal it. coming us. down and Wally has it in his hand. <laughs> Wally has it in his hand. Gives a cross field oh, oh, ball. ball in front of Donahue. Donahue, the man we mentioned there. His first touch has been excellent. His second touch has been brilliant now. Now the pressure's on. Donahue doesn't look. Donahue doesn't st- strikes the ball but it could be wide, and it is wide, and that's 62 minutes on the clock. 121 Dixborough, 4.19 to the Tuller men. The Tuller men and Wally Welsh to put the icing on the cake for Tuller and the performance yeah, for Wally. Anyway. And there he <laughs> is. Well, let's make it easy for Eddie. Eddie does no longer have the pressure on. We now know who the details men's wear man of the match, Eddie Hughes, or Eddie Hughes as I, Eddie Scally. Who's the details men's wear man of the ah, match?
2: Look, it's, it's been it has been a hassle been, uh, Wally Welch there and even that last score just kind yeah. of sums up his performance today he's led them from the front all day long he's oh, been absolutely brilliant true win 1-6 there he's after yeah. completely missing a the ball there he won't be happy with that I but 1-6 there from play today he's just been absolutely unmarkable but that
1: last point Ronnie I'd say that was the best point he hit all day yeah look when you need leaders in your clubs uh, and every club has their leaders sometimes they turn up sometimes they don't turn up but Wally turned up today to bring Tuller to a final they're cruising to a final who'll they play with We'll know in the in the next two hours or so, but for sure Tuller are going to go in As you said, Eddie, under the radar, possibly, regardless of the performance the next day, they'll still possibly be underdogs. But they're a very comfortable team. Disappointing maybe at the that they allowed 121 to be scored, but up front scoring 420 is a super score. Ah, look, it's
2: it's, it's a phenomenal turnaround from a game here to get 420 in a game like this. This Tuller team, they have a huge panel, a lot of players that I know on that bench that I've seen playing on starting for Tuller as well. Very strong
1: free out there as well for the keeper keepers are well protected in this game Ronnie aren't yeah, they yeah yeah well minded but the details men's wear the match is Walter Wally Welsh. he scored 1-6 so hopefully some of our listeners have responded to the hints and to all the help we gave them but Wally turned in a performance was the leader for sure but Keane Dunhu the supporting cast and Peter Burke the referee from Emeralds blows the full time whistle here in UPMC Nolan Park it's Tulliver marching through to the junior uh, JJ a Junior County final on a score line of Tulliher 420, um, Dixborough 121. Eddie a massive performance out of Tulliher. However, the scoreboard, while it's brilliant, what they allow to be scored, but they're defensively they'll go home a little bit of criticism, they'll be go home a little bit disappointed with the scoreboard. Uh, no, they will they will. They? or will they uh, no they will
2: you're 100% right Ronnie like I mean it's it's the one thing you look at it if you're going to be critical of it I know the game can get very loose when you're on top like that and you're so far on top a game can be a little bit loose at half time in the game the score goal was 3-11 to 10 points 10 points is you know it's not the end of the world they conceded one eleven 11 in the second half in a game that they were totally in control of but most of them scores they conceded in that second half were freeze that were needless freeze that they were just giving away you know just loose lazy tackles things like that so that's something they'll have to work on but aside from that you know let's look at the positives on this one for Tuller or Ross Birkin. you know last year there would have been and I know this because I know some of the boys and I've been chatting to them as well they were so gutted to get knocked out of the championship by, by wine Gap early and I'd say if you asked the Tuller Man to a man they'd love to be getting Winegap in the county final to, uh, next week or in two weeks time they'd love to have wine Gap to get one back on them but they're going to be absolutely thrilled to be back in the county final new management team in there with them they're hurling they're moving very very well there's no two ways around it the forward line are frightening Marty Murphy and, and, and Wally in the half forward line there together combined they're after hitting 2-9 and that full forward line there Connor Hennessy a goal and a point Keane Donahue a goal and probably 8 or 9 points and Danny Glennham at a point like it's a huge huge score all the scores have come from the, the six forwards in sight and the backs Fair enough, the last 20 minutes of the game, when the game was over, they got way too loose. But prior to that, in that first half, Pat Hartley managing in front of the full backline the way he always does, Donnick O'Connor commanded everything that went inside. Like, the next day when they play, whoever it is, whether it's, if it's a wine gap, you'll have an Emmett Landy in there, and that's where the battles will be won and lost. But I think if if I was in the Tuller management team the conversation I'd be having with these lads in the dressing room is you know there's nothing won we're only in a junior final the only thing you want to do in junior Ronnie is get the intermediate so there's nothing One here today and I'd say he will be saying 121 is not going to be an acceptable concession in a county final you won't be winning a county final
1: conceding that Yeah, Eddie a complete performance we know Tuller we often said they were intermediate for a long time surprisingly that they went down they were went down but now they're coming with a group of young lads that minor team of the two or three years ago Dunhu Connor Hennessy Danny Glennon just to mention a few and of course ably led by Hartley and Wally the spine of their team you mentioned it earlier that spine is massive and Hartley while he wasn't on a massive amount of ball in the second half he's just a leader as well and a man that has given so much to Tuller over the years Ah look you know
2: Pat he's absolutely brilliant right place right time that's the way he is in the game if you watch him he might drift out of a game for 10 or 15 minutes but you'll find he'll still be in there protecting everything around that house super super lad as you said about Wally as well I mean like you know in the first half when the game was tight it was Wally Wells that was bringing the battle to them he was catching balls bombing in off it you know and in the second half as well you think he you know Wally's drift out of the game for a few minutes and next thing bang he's away absolutely you know just brilliant you know He, he really was it was just top notch
1: there now just to remark Eddie just notice the warm down by uh, the Tuller men that strikes me as a team that are very united and very spirited and I think that's a, just a sign of a team that's really focused just to see them warming down together they didn't just pray it off the field um, like other teams might do just strikes me that this group are very focused and maybe you mentioned it very early in the time and you have said it that you fancy Tuller I know you changed your mind from the podcast uh, out from the very outset but to be fair to you I was shouting not shouting I predicted the borough here but you are dead right Tuller were immense all over the field we don't know who they're going to play but we you're going to be moving on here Taggy's replacing you here in an ananas the second game Eddie you know your junior hurl inside out for sure It's fireworks here between Cannon and Get the played in or not Cannon and Wyengap Gap and Freshford yeah. they played in the league final already this year both teams as we said uh, have huge ambition here but it's going to be a difficult one to call surely it is you know it really is going to be a difficult one to call you know
2: Genuinely... The, the St. Lacton's team, I've only got to see them once this year, I haven't, you know, I, I wouldn't have seen them last year in the championship, obviously they were coming down from intermediate, but they came down with a big reputation everybody's saying that this, you know, they shouldn't have been relegated and it was a big club coming down and they went favourite straight away to win this junior championship, it's not that easy as any team will tell you, that as Ken, you look at Callan, look at Tuller or Ross Birkin, when you get relegated into the junior grade, it's nearly impossible coming out of it, but then you look at the, the wine gap team, beat them last year in the county final we did here, they, 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 they were very lucky, I thought, against Dixborough in the county semi-final they got a you know they, they had the game won they threw it away game got brought in the extra time. They got the most fortuitous penalty. I don't know if you remember this, Ronnie. Yep. The last minute of extra time, a penalty given to them. They scored the penalty to take the game to penalties, and they won. They'll, they'll, I know they were so good. They like they fully expected to win the intermediate, the junior final last year. I think we caught them that yep. day, and I was delighted we did. But looking at that that wine gap team, Jack Doyle inside a corner forward, absolutely brilliant. Power uh, Michael and James Power in the forward is very, very good. But the key man for these lads every time they go on the field, the key man is Emmett Landy. Emmett Landy is driving for Sean Purcell a little bit more back in midfield. He's playing more defensive than midfield to be fair. But it's it's kind of hard to see past Wayne Gap in it. I know I'm gonna sound cracked when I say this. I actually think it's gonna be St Lactans. I just I just have a funny feeling St Lactans will catch Wayne Gap today and you'll have a St Lactans versus Tuller or Ross Birkin. County final, and the question we'll be asking is who gets to wear the black
1: and amber. Uh, well, Eddie or Eddie, you've been so right so for so long this year. I won't argue with you, but there could be a black a jersey issue in, a, in a, the county junior JJ cabinet Junior final. Eddie, thanks for your company today. We wish you well on your podcast. Brilliant, doing great work on the on the podcast. We look forward to listening to that when we're walking the dog on a Monday or a Tuesday, uh, the, the podcast comes on. But here in UPMC known Park, we thank our sponsors, of course. Um, the, the sponsors today, of course. uh, inflatable hire your local affordable and fully insured bouncy castle hire company with all your need for indoor winter parties we thank details menswear man of the match for their sponsorship we congratulate Wally Welch on that 50 euro uh, menswear man of the match prediction of course Eddie and Robbie will pick the winner in the studio and we thank you our listeners for the first game here in UPMC Nolan Park it's Tullagher in the JJ Cavanagh junior final who will they play well we'll know around half, four, five o'clock this evening because St. Lacton's will play Winegap. Winegap winning the Camogie, as we said, there in the Camogie final. So here in UPMC, Nolan Park. It's Tuller driving forward, 4.20 to Dixborough's, one twenty one. Back to you in the studio, Robbie, and we'll see all and listen to all our listeners maybe around 25 past three.
0: KCLR Live Sport. The JJ Kavanagh and Sons Kilkenny Junior Hurling Championship semi final. Tullaher Rossbergen versus Dixborough. With thanks to Bounce Land Inflatable Hire, your local, affordable, and fully insured Bouncy Castle Hire Company, the winning team for your 2024 communions and confirmations.